0: What's your a favorite great. alcoholic
1: beverage? If you love being oh, in a
0: girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call <laughs> it a yeah. problem. Love it <laughs> or leave it, we
1: don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Okay, here. <gasps> Welcome, Welcome to you. Can sip with, with us. Hi, I'm Colleen. <laughs> I'm
0: Ashley. <laughs> Why are you giggling? Because I felt like you were waiting. Were you waiting for me to address myself or announce myself? I thought but I'd I, just
1: jump in. No, because I week. feel like
0: it normally goes. Hi, I'm Colleen. Hi, I'm Ashley. But yeah. I didn't know if you're waiting for me, so I was giggling because I was like Who's on first? Right. What's yeah. on yeah. second? Hold on. Hey I let Roka in here what? and now Roka
1: wants out, so I gotta text John geez these dogs are so needy you know so demanding betty has this bell you know on the door that she she rings when she needs to go outside it's we thought it was the coolest thing like oh cool the dogs will ring the bell when they need to go outside turns out dogs want to go inside outside inside outside inside <laughs> <Yeah>. outside but <laughs> so this bell's just going off all the time she's yeah. part of our life she's like this yeah. is just a fun game it's just a fun game and then yeah. you know she knows when the bell rings the door's gonna open doors yeah. gonna shut doors yeah. gonna open it's just <laughs> yeah, super cool until Ben's sleeping, and then you just hear that bell crashing oh, on that yeah. window. Right. Anyway, uh, here are you we are. sipping on anything fun? Sure am. I'm sipping on a nice. This is my second glass. Ooh, that's a nice pour. It's a nice pour. Do you notice the wine glass that it's in? It's the one. Oh, the Mama Bear from the girls. Yes, from Josie and Allison. Our winners. Yeah. They won a contest of ours, and they were so nice. They gave us these wine glasses, and I drink out of it all the time. So thank you guys again. And I'm drinking a Spanish red again. I think I was drinking one a couple Mm. episodes ago, and Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. perfect for fall. What are you sipping on?
0: I opened a black cherry Zevia. Mm. It's fine. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Does it smell
1: good? I feel like the Zevia smells so good. Yeah, it's fine. I
0: mean... The Zevia
1: mm -hmm. root beer is my jam. I
0: wouldn't wear it as a cologne. Right. That's what I should have brought in here. I should have... Yeah. The root beer... We have tons. John has the Zevia root beer every night. So we have tons of it. And I should have that's like a foolproof delicious every time. How is root
1: beer so good?
0: It's so root good beer is so good. And I love that there's no caffeine in it. So you can have it any time of day.
1: Yeah, this is kind of a hangover topic. But I put on Instagram a post today like did we nail it or fail it on what people like about the Halloween candy and what their oh, faves were? Yeah, a lot of engagement. And someone wrote do you remember the bottle caps? They were like soda oh, yeah. flavored, uh-huh. like little candies. Yes. She's like, "Those sucked." And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, it was kind of a downer getting those, but the root beer ones, the root beer ones were good. And anything root beer is so delicious. Yeah,
0: I love those little like a lot of times they have them at breweries or I don't know where else they would probably A and W root beer happen, but the little root beer barrel candies, you know? Yeah, pop those babies. Do you know what I'm talking about? The hard candies. I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a little uh, – They're good. They're shaped like the ice cubes, like the rabbit pellet, kind of heart of candy. Well, I kind of feel like
0: they're shaped like barrels, like root beer barrels.
1: Oh, yeah. That's perfect. That'd make – that checks out. <laughs> you know,
0: that checks out. Okay. So you said we have a hangover wait,
1: topic. Are you bringing – wait. What else? What? Well, this is – we're hanging over from candy, but do you have any regrets about your list? Have you, like – Yeah. Sorry. Tell me.
0: Because well, I, I don't have... think Mike and Ike belongs on there. I think <sighs>
1: – hold on. I want to share about something I'm struggling with is – Okay. Guys, <laughs> I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> Halloween's right around the corner. I continue to buy candy expecting a wave oh, of God. people at my door. But every night I'm going in for a little bit, right? And right. And what I keep grabbing is M&Ms. And they're Plain? not on my... My list, and p- I do like playing hot take. I do like playing and peanut butter. Wow. I have both, and okay. I keep I continue to go for both of them. Wow, and neither one of them are on my list, and I am right. not going for Skittles, which is on my list. And so, if I were to revise it, I might sub that out. I might put Skittles on the bench and put M and M's in the game. In you the also same said Kit Kat, though. Yeah, so you I think I stand by kit- that. Oh, you do. You know that commercial that's like, have a Kit Kat and a coffee break. And then I'm like, ooh, Kit Kat and a coffee sounds good. Well, but the
0: reason that I'm saying calling that out is because you said, and I think it's a fair point, that the Kit Kat fun size tastes different than the Kit Kat full size.
1: Yeah, they kind of taste a little stale. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm still eating but them. But you still are fine. I'm still eating them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I would probably lose Pink Starburst because the... I would I would lose Pink Starburst, Mike Nikes, and Laffy Taffy. I would for sure keep Licorice and Tootsie Roll, the fruit ones, because I love those things. I, I think I'd add the Milk Duds, because mm. I do love those. I don't know what else goes there, but I think more of the fun... I still don't know if I'd... If they were Skittles, fu- I don't like the Red Pack Skittles. Those are boring yeah. to me. So I need yeah. like fun-flavored Skittles, then those would for sure be on here. And I feel like I would probably dig Sour Patch Kid packs because those I don't think were as Mm. popular when we were little or something. So I don't remember getting them now. But now they are. Yeah. Yeah. So I would throw that on.
1: I didn't ask you this last episode, but when I was listening to the episode back, I thought, I can't believe I didn't ask you this. (laughs) So you like pink Starburst. Yeah. But red is out for you.
0: I hate red Starburst. Red and orange. I like yellow, but I do not like red Starburst. See, Now, when I was a kid, I I feel like it went pink, yellow, red, orange. And now
1: I don't even fuck around with the red. So red and pink, they fall into the berry category for me. Mm -hmm. And Skittles and I believe Starburst has berry, like they'll sell you just the berries. And I'm all in on that. I've Mm -hmm. never, I've never heard of somebody not liking the red i didn't know this about you yeah wow
0: i mean they fall into the berry category but they're cherry flavored so they're not really berries they don't belong in the berry category wait cherry's not a berry a red...
1: no oh is it no it, it can't be right because it has a hold on let me google this i feel this. like is cherry yeah. a berry no
0: i don't berries think. are like Cherries, poison fr- berries, raspberry, blueberries, they all say berries in the
1: name. No, of course it's not a berry. Strawberry. Cherries are not berries. <laughs> of course
0: it's not. Yeah. Cherries. Yeah, but you know, they do throw it in that, f- that, oh no, you know what? I don't think they throw it in the berry pack. I think they throw it in the fave reds pack. Mm, that's fave accurate. Reds. That's
1: accurate. <laughs> so to answer our question, cherries are fruits and berries are fruits, but cherries are not berries. They are droops. D-R-U-P-E-S. Oh, wow. You just it really sounded like you were Dr. Seuss, right? (laughs) So now the question is, (laughs) what the hell is a droop? A fleshy fruit with a thin skin and a central stone containing the seed like a plum, cherry, almond, or olive. So cherries and olives Mm -hmm. are relatives. Never would have guessed. Okay. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Did you know, speaking Mm. of relatives, Mm. I saw something on Instagram this week and it grossed me out. John always says that shrimp are like the scum of the sea. Like he does yeah. not like shrimp. He thinks they're gross. And I saw something this week that said shrimp are related to cockroaches. They are the
1: cockroach of the ocean. This makes me want to vomit because I put this yes. on a rant <laughs> for a future episode. I just set my wine down. I can't even deal with that right now because I am I got a <laughs> wave heavy. of heavy. anxiety. I'm sorry to spring this on you. Yeah, Chris and I indulged and we ordered Italian takeout and i ordered a shrimp ravioli which i expected uh-huh. to have shrimp in the ravioli instead it was a delicious oh. ravioli with the shrimp on top here's uh-huh. the problem the shrimp had the tails in it which i hate when they do that oh my god what oh. Oh god. and i said yeah. why do they do this like cuz yes. this is becoming it's just like a thing chris googled it and apparently it's a wave in popular like whatever it's becoming more popular and the reason why is it makes the entree look larger it's easier for the Mm. restaurant it's supposed to be more visually appealing or whatever and i think it's horse shit because you're literally leaving shit yeah in the meal and then you have to you either have to use your finger messy and wiggle it out or you're missing out on shrimp meat Yeah, and then you're just kind of grossed out and or then if you just put it in your mouth and you're able to get the stuff out of it you're like did I just eat crap it's annoying and also who decided
0: like this okay so if I was on like if we were on the amazing race and they were like you have to eat a cockroach I would be gagging right Mm -hmm. yeah but yet they're related to shrimp they have the and and it showed a picture of them side by side and they do look eerily similar like when the shrimp has its head on and it has the the shell around it like an outer shell but so somebody decided oh yeah shrimp are a delicacy we're gonna charge a lot for shrimp but they're the scum of the ocean and now I'm just like
1: what if cockroaches were delicacies like how different mm. would our... Aren't they in some countries? Aren't they, deli- are they? not delicacies but like a snack? Or I, I'm thinking grasshoppers. Okay, hold on. Are cockroaches a delicacy anywhere? This is actually a Google search. Cockroaches are good to eat. Cockroaches are good nutritious food for a variety of animals. They have been consumed by humans throughout history and to this day. Fried cockroaches are known as a delicacy in many parts of the world. Where? China. <laughs> Never going there. Northern China. Yeah, this is this is problematic for me because I've been craving shrimp lately. Oh, you have. I have. And I, I just now all I can think about is cockroaches. The meal was yeah. underwhelming the other night with the tails. And I'm in a real yeah. pickle here. All right. Yeah. Let's lighten things up with our review of the week, shall we?
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it.
1: I love this one because the subject line... This is from Deja J. Deja (laughs) J. I like this one because the the subject line is in shouty caps, which I love. It Mm -hmm. says danger at the dentist. So I think this was really on par with spooky season (laughs) because nothing's scarier than the dentist. Can we be straight up with that? Yeah, no, that's fact. Deja J says, so I have a fear of the dentist. I had to get some work done and got the okay to listen to my favorite podcast. In hindsight, not a great idea. I was trying so hard not to laugh. The dentist had to keep stopping what she was doing because I couldn't stop myself. Note to others, don't listen to these two amazingly hysterical women when a dentist is working in your mouth with tools. (laughs) My dentist did inquire about what I was listening to. So that was funny. So who knows? Maybe she's listening. Dr. Smith, if you're here, welcome, and you'll soon understand. They're so relatable and real, which are two things I love. I love when Ashley talks about her daughter and motherhood. I'm a new mama of twins, so I find it so enjoyable. You girls are incredible every single week. I look forward to the two episodes, and it's truly my mommy self time, as you can see from my choice of listening in the dentist chair. Can't wait to tune in for the next podcast episode. Cheers from a double-fister soul sipper. Just all the things.
0: Oh, that's a very sweet review. And also, I mean, kind of you to share us with other people. Yeah, right. I mean, unbeknownst to you, you had to tell Dr. Smith
1: about us because you were laughing so hard. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ash, you know what happens to me when I sit in the dentist chair? What? I'm itching. Take it out of
0: it. <laughs> I had a transition. To. I told you I was going to transition this and then you did it. Okay, fine. Okay, you no. do it too. You do it too. I was no, going to say, do you know do what, what? I want to scream in all caps about? That was going to be my transition. That's good. That's a good That's one. Good. Right? Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> I want to scream in all caps about daily freaking harvest because we're, we're in fall now, right? Summer's mm-hmm. over. We're really ramping up the fall season here, and it feels good to get back into a routine of comfy, cozy meals. Daily Harvest makes it easier than ever to pack in eating more fruits and veggies by giving you delicious little meals in a cup with thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted food, and they can all be prepared in less than five minutes. In fact, in between this podcast, Patreon, and this one that we're recording right now,
1: John was eating himself a Harvest Bowl. Mm mm Harvest bowls are my fave. I just had my fave one the other day, the cauliflower pesto one. Pesto. I mm-hmm. added some spicy sausage. I love adding almond milk to the smoothies. Man, it just always makes you feel good when you know you're getting a ton of fruits and vegetables, which I right. have a difficult yeah. time incorporating into my meal. So guys, go to dailyharvest.com And enter promo code SIP to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code SIP for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Cool. Ash, I have things you need to know about. Okay.
0: Oh, my. Oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah, we're doing that. It's I forgot. Not spooky season. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but it's spooky season's coming, guys. But yeah, we we got. Do things you know need how many spooky
1: stories we have? Um, like a mill. No, you a said mil. a lot.
0: Okay, how many family stories? A lot as well, but not a mill. Okay, good. Okay, but good. But also, okay.
1: the family stories are already difficult because I don't know how we pick, because all every single one that thank you all for nominating families. So if you haven't heard, if you're behind on the pods, we are going to definitely sponsor at least one family for Christmas this year or the holiday, you know, whatever you celebrate, all the things. And we also might sponsor more if we can kind of mobilize the sip squad around it too. Yeah. But so right in nominate a family we've gotten several so far and every single one of them my heart just pours out, you know, because there's mm-hmm. so many people going through so many things that are unfair and if we can um shine some light this holiday season, there's a lot of people out there who deserve it. So this was Ash's idea, great idea. I'm so glad we're doing this. It's gonna be so hard to pick just one or two. Like, I wish I, ha- yeah. I wish I was Oprah and could just like spread the holiday cheer to every single person who's written in so far.
0: Mm-hmm. But we'll do what we can, and we will share the stories w- with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We got to figure out how to execute on it. But maybe you know, in if it's November, be, like, a go fund me, or oh. if it's like a yeah, yeah, in November. So this yeah. is spooky season. We'll start this in November, so that way in November into December we yeah. can get things.
1: Going, but I just wanted to make sure we had stories and stuff coming. Oh yeah, in for that. they're coming in. Keep them coming in. Email us at youcansipwithus at gmail for those.
0: Also, not a requirement, but you sent me one today, and the person had attached photos. I feel like photos really help. Yeah, uh, it helped me, like you know, kind really see the family. So mm-hmm. if you have photos, attach them. But okay, so you said you have something for me to know. I have two
1: things, and they're super light. Okay, great. Should I do both of them now? I have two things, and they're both kind of heavy. Well, why don't I just run through my two things and then I'll just turn it over to you. Okay. So we'll do, uh, we'll just transition into the heavy. Okay. Okay, So baby sleep is If you can get it, great. And I've been very lucky because Ashley let us borrow the snoo that she used for Revy with Ben. And for those of you who don't know, that's like a robot bed and it's amazing. And it worked for Ben for several months in the most critical months where we really, really needed it. He's four and a half months now and he started breaking out of the swaddle. Like Mm -hmm. he'd wake up multiple times a night because his little fists, he's strong. He just wants his hands in his mouth. And so we transitioned him to a crib, which went very poorly. Wow. Yeah, we went straight into the crib. And there were, I Googled it, there were a lot of different ways to keep him in the snoo. And he just, it just was too hot. He didn't, he was fighting it. Yeah. So I thought, let's go into the crib. And then he was fighting that. So then we put him back in the snoo. It worked for a little bit longer. And then he was fighting that. So it's been this whole ordeal. And then we're also going through the four month sleep regression. All that is to say I have found something that has really helped this transition into crib out of swaddle basically. So if you weren't using the Ooh. snoo and you were using a swaddle in a crib and are transitioning out of that. So we tried the Merlin suit. It is have you seen it <gasps> <Yes>. before? <laughs> yeah, we tried it with Rev when we when we were traveling because yeah. when we didn't have the snoo. They look like the marshmallow man. Yes. So Every baby's different and when you're wanting sleep you will try anything. So this is not a guarantee. Like for some people the snoo doesn't work. You know, every baby's different. But we also right. tried um, in this uh, full disclosure, we also tried the nested bean. That was a great swaddle for us. We tried the sleep sack which is arms free and then the little bean bag on their chest. That the sleep sack has not worked for us yet. It it had zero effect between no sleep sack and then using that as a sleep sack. The Merlin suit, however, has worked wonders for us. Mm-hmm. It's nice and cozy. It's a little bit heavier. Their arms are free, so he can still get his arms like to his face if he really wants to. But I think it's just comforting for him. Yes. And... Yeah, it's so funny because they look like astronauts or like those sumo wrestlers, like they're in sumo wrestler costumes or something. Mm -hmm. But he went from waking up probably three times a night and it was an easy fix to just – it was usually like put the pacifier in. He wasn't crying because the pacifier was out. He was crying just because he woke up and then he'd realize something like I have a burp Mm -hmm. or startle himself or whatever. With the Merlin suit, we've gone back to full night sleeps, no interruptions. In the crib. In the crib. So he's in the crib with the Merlin suit. We're getting lots and lots of sleep and I love it. And it's pretty economical. It's under 50 bucks. I think I spent 30 something, mm-hmm. which you'd write a blank check like for sleep, you know? So right. yeah. Anyways, great gift. I get it on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I got it on Amazon. Yeah. So I, you guys can check it out. They do run a little small. So like I said, Ben's four and a half months. We got the six to nine month and that's a great size for us. He's also, he's um, in the 50th percentile for weight. So he's right in the middle, but he's a long, he's tall he's like 90 something oh. percentile for length. Hi. So I okay. think that's part of it too. So that I would highly 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 recommend and they can stay in it until they begin rolling over in the Merlin suit. So he has oh, not. Okay. He, he has not rolled over yet, but even if they roll over during playtime, you can keep him in the Merlin suit. That's what this is according to the Merlin suit website. I know this yeah. is like touchy and everybody like safe sleep, full proponent. Well, do you all the still things. put that? You, he still wears the outlet, right? He wears the outlet. Yes. So. Sleeps on his back and you stop yeah. using the Merlin suit when they can roll over in it that's the yeah. thing.
0: I mean it's really guys visualize like if you could put your child inside of a marshmallow where just their mm-hmm. hands, head and feet stick out. It's so that's kind of what the Merlin suit, right? It's like this puffy protection. So it would be harder to roll over in that, I think.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, the other thing I'm very excited to report back on. Like a year ago or half a year ago, several 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 pods ago, I talked about rude gray hairs popping through brunette hair. Like yes, I have yes, dark yes, brown hair did. and I have very rude gray hairs. So and I you tried about all the things. This. I shouted out for help expecting a flood, yes, you did. a flood of recommendations. <laughs> and I didn't really get any people, are, but I did get messages like, hey, let me know when you find something, which told me right. this is a common problem. We got some suggestions like try brown mascara through your hair. Try. I've tri- so I tried mascara. I tried powders that basically look like brown eyeshadow, like dabbing them on your hair. I finally tried the product that most intimidated me, which is the L'Oreal Magic Root Cover-Up. I have it in dark brown. And it's basically this tiny little can with a nozzle and you spray it on your roots And it intimidated me because the instructions are like, put a towel around your neck and then, you know, spray your head or whatever. And I thought this is going to be messy or this is going to be, I don't want to like spray my face or make, I don't want to make a mess basically. It is not that difficult. The nozzle is fairly controlled. It has been the most effective, quickest way to cover up rude grays. And it's very, very simple. So if you do it after you wash your hair, when it's dry, it lasts me until my next hair wash. And oh, that's great. I have covered up my rude grays in like less than, I don't know, two, three minutes. Um, if that, I mean, you just like kind of, you know, find them and spray them, hose them down with this thing. Yeah. My only criticism of it is the nozzle is a little, it's a fast flow. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So, yeah. You just, you know, got to be careful. But I don't even put a towel around my neck at this point, uh, around my shoulders um, at this point. You got to hang on it. Yeah. I got to hang on it. But this is the product I would recommend and is very simple and effective.
0: Is that a term, rude grays? Because you didn't ever just say grays. You said rude grays. Is that like well, a thing that people say?
1: No, it's a thing for me. I just think they're extremely oh, you're rude. Just, like they're assholes. Because you yeah, spend okay. a lot of money to get your hair done. Yeah. And within a week, because gray on brown hair, is so offensive. I just, it like not okay to me because I had just spent all this money. <laughs> right. It's, no seeing it on other people. Yes. I don't care. And a lot of people rock. They're great. And I love that too. Oh, and gosh, I wish yeah. I could be that person, mm-hmm. but I'm not, mm-hmm. but it just, the contrast is so dramatic and it pisses me off on myself. Yeah. So this product has been great.
0: Yeah. Speaking of spending a lot of money, I saw something today that people are calling. What's her name? She's like, uh, this is, terrible. She's like OVP or something they call her
1: like AOC. Alexia AOC. Ocasio-Cortez. Yes. Yes. So I saw this
0: thing today that people are all up in arms because she spent $300 on her hair on a haircut. Like the headline was haircut. And then this article broke it down and it was like, well, yeah, it was $80 for a haircut and then like 120 or something for partial highlight and then with tip it came out to. and I'm like yeah that's what every welcome to the 20th century like that's what all women have to pay it is expensive af you know because apparently she's supposed to be like a socialist or whatever they're like you know how can you spend this much and it's like she's not chartering like a private plane to her hair appointment people are crazy it's crazy but anyway that's kind of a segue because one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the impeachment and not My thoughts on it, because I don't want to, you know, this is not a political podcast, but I do think it's important that what you need to know is what the hell impeachment is and means, because I did Mm. not. Did you know what an impeachment was and stuff?
1: I do. yeah. all the process? I I did, but I want you, I don't feel like it's a thing that is ever really talked about that much, because it is.
0: Well, you Very were, a poly- I
1: mean, I was a poli sci major too, but you were probably a better student than me.
0: I don't know. Okay. So I did not know really, I, I only n- knew like Clinton, right? Being impeached. But currently there is an invest investigation into our president to, potentially be impeached. So I don't know what that meant. I didn't know what that meant and what that meant for our history, but it is only, so I'm just going to give you kind of Cliff's Notes version of what that means. Mm -hmm. It has only happened twice in the history of the United States to Bill Clinton and Andrew Johnson. Treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors are what anyone can like take them into investigation for. And so this whole thing with potentially asking Ukraine for help and meddling in the election or something like that is what was kind of Nancy Pelosi said, that's it. We're going to start investigating. Now what happens is they research and the House formally decides whether or not to impeach. Then the Senate holds a trial to consider the removal. So if the president is impeached, the president has two choices. They can accept that, be impeached and fight for their office or resign. Clinton and Johnson both fought against it and won, so an impeachment has never actually happened. They have gone to trial essentially, but they have the, no president has been impeached. Nixon resigned before this happened, mm-hmm. so they think like Nixon would have could have been impeached, but he resigned before then. So if the president chooses to fight, then the trial goes to Senate, where basically. And this is what helped me. The House is the prosecutor, the president is the defense, and the Senate is the jury. So in any court of law, if that helps explain it, after the trial, two-thirds of senators, the jury, in quotes, right, must vote in favor of impeaching. So if, if they decide, yes, this is an impeachable offense, they and Trump says, okay, I resign, then he resigns, and he's impeached, I think, or whatever. Or no, then he's not impeached, he's resigned. Mm-hmm. If they say, this is an impeachable offense. We want to go to trial. And Trump says, no, I'm going to fight this. They go to trial. And that is where he, they decide if he is impeached or not. And that is the Senate. However, the Senate has a Republican majority right now. So there would need to be 20 Republicans that vote against Trump. Right. In a, I mean, you assume the Democrats are going to vote that right, way, right. but whatever. This was very, very, very interesting to me. If the president is impeached, they can still run in 2020, which I'm like, that's... I did not know that. That's crazy I did not know that. Um, You would think, like, if you've done something so offensive that we impeach you, we removed you from office, that you wouldn't be able to run again. But he is still able to run again in 2020. So... I don't want to get into politics too much, but I think it's important we're educated on this because it's pretty historical what's going on right now.
1: What's crazy about that, too, is putting this situation and putting Trump aside. Like, let's say it's no name Bob in the presidency, right? And they get impeached, meaning they committed a crime. Shouldn't they be in jail for committing a crime? Like, why would they be allowed to then just run for the most important position Yeah. In America. Well,
0: and there is some major abuse of power.
1: really wild to me.
0: That seems to be happening right now because it seems like the White House has said, I'm not sure if it's Trump himself or somebody in the White House or the staff. And again... I'm not super, I don't want to get into the weeds on all of the things because I'm not really into politics, but I do want to know about the big things that are happening and that I think we should be educated on. But I think the president or the White House or somewhere in his camp has said, I, we believe the president should be above the law. So they, they've they tried to put that out there and then they squashed it down and said, no, you still need to abide by the laws. Like you're not, because you are, the president doesn't mean you you know, that's like a dictatorship,
1: but right. Sorry. this Zevia is making me burp. Anyway, this is good though. Yeah. This is a historic thing that we're it's experiencing major. no matter what side of this you're on. It's important that everybody's informed. And I thought this was a really good rundown, Ash. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I and was going to text you that on the side as you were talking and, I, and then I just thought I'd say it. Good. I've also yeah. continued to have my wine, but I thought this was great.
0: We have got into a politics just a hair more. On a few Patreon episodes, but a hair more. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone all the way. A hair gone all the way. Just well, I do not want to scare people off, but you should know we are not huge Trump fans. So maybe you know, skip those episodes on Patreon. We are still fans of people who are Trump fan. Not not all people. Absolutely, some people wait, are wait. assholes. But you can be a Trump fan yeah. and we can still like you, right? It's not like the this thing. We just don't think Trump is a great human being, regardless of his presidency status. Whatever. I'm going to leave it there. You guys don't have to message us about it. I don't want to turn this into Republicans, Democrats, right. us versus them. We're all big fans of drinking and we can agree on that. Okay?
1: Absolutely. All right. And also, though, we should plug Patreon. At this point, if you don't know how to get every how to get us every friday with new episodes go to patreon.com slash you can sip with us yes that's where you can sign up to become a patron you get two episodes a week instead of one so that's what patreon is
0: yeah and it's really like a behind the scenes it's really like when people say Mm -hmm. oh i'm hanging out with my best friends like that's really where you get like i mean you're getting the real deal here too but you know more
1: absolutely okay yeah
0: (laughs) This I'm going to try to make short because we have a whole bunch of spooky stories and we've realized we're going way too long on our episodes lately, you guys. So we're trying to keep this under an hour. Truth be told, we're trying to keep it between 45 minutes and an hour, but there's no way it's going to be under 45 minutes. (laughs) Okay. So this week I've been struggling with this pregnancy emotionally. I had a lot of physical issues with Rev with like my hip, The SI joint, my hips slipping. I had ribs out of place. I have a herniated disc that was acting up. I was immobile for a while. Like it was just very difficult physically. I sought treatment. I got, went to the chiropractor. I went to acupuncture. You know, I did all the things no one batted an eye. This pregnancy, I have um, felt great. Physically, my body is feeling great. My mind is not. My mind has been struggling. And some of it, I've just kind of written off to like, pregnancy is hard. And you've heard me say that on here, but it just started to feel like this is not normal pregnancy hard stuff. This is not just like I, you know, have no fuse or I'm like emotional and cry at commercials. This is like I had started to feel like I I really what I wanted to do was just Sleep. You guys ever been through like a heartbreaking time where you're like, I don't want to be awake. I just want to sleep through, and then when I wake up, I don't have this pain anymore. Like if you've gone through a breakup or something like that, mm. have you ever felt or, a or death. A death? Yeah, yeah you're like I have. I don't want to process way. this. Yeah. I just want to sleep until I feel better. And you're escaping, yeah. and numbing. Yeah. And normally, if I weren't pregnant, when I don't, you know, I would be drinking, and that's it's probably great that I'm not able to drink right now because I'd be numbing with something that is dangerous and that would be drinking too much, I think. But instead, so that's how I've been feeling. I've been feeling like I just want to sleep the rest of this pregnancy and wake up when I can start getting back to myself again, because I know that this pregnancy is triggering some hormonal shifts. And I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to be wishing away the next six months of my life. I don't want to feel like I'm just going through the motions. There were times where for no reason I would just feel like, on the verge of tears. I wasn't, I I didn't even feel sad. It would just be like, I just, something's wrong. Right. Um, I was really just struggling and there's a difference between pregnancy being hard and like just struggling to function as a human being. Cause someone yesterday was like, isn't, I talked about it on social media and they're like, isn't that just what everyone goes through? And I'm like, no, it's not. And I think people accept I think a lot of times people suffer in silence because they think it's normal. I think also that with postpartum depression, I probably had some of that and I was just chalking it up when Rev was born to like, oh, the newborn phase is hard. This is just supposed to be hard, but you're not supposed to spend like all day crying and not enjoying being a mom it's supposed to be hard it's not supposed to be miserable and having no joy and i was really finding it hard to find any joy and it would be hit and miss some days would be great and some days it would be hours that were great and then evenings that were not great so i finally went to the doctor yesterday and i asked for help and we're going to try zoloft for me cuz she was like well we could do counseling i'm like it's not therapy this is a chemical thing this is not i i'm very open with you know i talk on social media i talk to people this is something that i can tell is off in my brain because i feel blessed i feel obsessed with my life i'm in love with my husband and my kids and my friends I, I i but so it's a chemical thing right whereas my depression before i think was maybe not as chemical but more self-loathing what i was not in love with my life at that time i felt you know just and ins- whatever So she said, okay, let's try you on a low-dose antidepressant, Zoloft. So she prescribed that, and I'm going to take it. And I have had depression before years ago, and I've been fine really for years, and I fought through it on my own. I've never been diagnosed before. I've never taken medication. But the reason I want to talk about it is because when I spoke about it on my social media yesterday, so many women messaged me saying, you know, me too, and I've been too ashamed to ask for help, or I didn't know that, you know, that wasn't normal. But like, if you are struggling to find joy in your life, the depression can be all kinds of different ways. Now, if you're suicidal, definitely need to get help. Your life matters and you belong here. But If your depression is like mine where it was just, I just wanted to sleep through life, that's also not normal. Maybe everyone has bad days. Bad days are a thing, but not everybody has depression and you know, like I was having more bad days than good and I have a lot to be grateful and happy about and I couldn't find that. So I want to encourage you guys, if you don't feel comfortable talking to your friends and family about it yet, Doctors, you pay that. They're getting paid by you to go see them and talk Mm -hmm. to them about it. Go to a doctor, go to a counselor, go to talk to someone. And the reason that I said I had all kinds of issues physically with Rev and no one batted an eye is because mental illnesses are just as much valid as physical illnesses. No one batted an eye when my hip was you know, getting out of place or whatever, and I couldn't walk up the stairs and I had to go to a chiropractor to get adjusted. No one said anything about that. You know, you don't say anything if someone's a diabetic and they need insulin. You don't say anything to someone who's diagnosed with cancer and goes through chemo. So if you have anxiety or depression, if you have a mental illness, it's a disease. It's not your fault. And it's something that can be treated. And there should be joy in the majority of your days. And if you need help, go get it. And I've mm-hmm. also, speaking about it, heard probably 100 messages of people saying, left saved my life or one of these other medications saved my life and said it's like a night and day thing. So it could just be your serotonin levels are off or something. Now, not everyone obviously needs this. If you just have a bad day, it's just a bad day, but really think about it. And if you feel like you could use, just go talk to someone because it's really a blessing to be alive and it's a gift. And even when I know those things, like you can know them, but not feel them. So I knew I, and I was also, it was hard because I was so frustrated that I have no reason to be sad right now. And I can't be happy. I cannot be happy. There's nothing. I just don't have it. I don't have the levels in my body to find happiness in normal things. This is me just one. I think I want to talk about it because one, it helps me. I remember the first time I talked about my depression years ago publicly. I was super ashamed over it. And it helps me kind of squash that. And I think that's why I didn't go on medication before was because of the stigma around it. So it helps me. But I also want to encourage you guys. And the more people talk about it and normalize it, the less stigma there is. And hopefully fewer people will take their own lives, fewer people will You know, more people get out of bed and just you know do things. And also, depression doesn't look. It's not just always Eeyore walking around, right? It's sometimes the happiest people. It's Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. It's me. It's it's Kristen Kristen Bell. I saw has depression. You know, it's comedians. It's funny people. It's bubbly people. It's it's lights in this world. And it's probably you are a light to someone. And if you're struggling, your your mind is really powerful. So just take care of it. So. That was the other thing that you needed to know.
1: It's hard to transition out of that into anything because it feels so trivial compared to that because it's really important to talk about. It's So I've had close experiences with people who've had mental health issues that are not depression that have been bipolar, schizophrenia, and there's such a wide range. Like when people say mental health, there's such a wide spectrum of things. And so the only thing I'll say in – because you really nailed it and it was beautiful and I was intensely listening. But there are mental health doctors Mm -hmm. that specialize in this. And if you're in doubt on whether you should go talk to someone, you should probably just go talk to someone. And it could – really be a healthy thing for you to just address this head on. If there is anything going on with you, or if you think there might be something going on with a friend, because it's so important to take care of yourself, to take care of each other yeah. and brave. I mean, the people that I've known who've gone through stuff like this, it does not make you weak. The You are the most brave people on the planet to go through something and come out the other side of it and Brave to talk about it and to spread the word and to address it and to do something about it. So And I
0: will say, just because if you feel like you're going to talk to someone, that doesn't necessarily mean you need medication. No. I think with my last depression six years ago where I was suicidal, that was a very dark place. I don't think I had a chemical depression back then. I think I was really in my head and like spinning downward and making it worse. And it would have helped me a ton to talk to someone about it. Mm -hmm. So even just a therapist or something, which side note, if you don't have depression, everyone should have a therapist. Like I feel like everyone yeah that they
1: can talk to oh you know? absolutely but, yeah absolutely. anyway all right guys take care of yourself and let us share with you care of who's taking care of you care of is a yeah. wellness brand that makes it Good, easy you know to get it. the right thank you the right vitamin <laughs> supplements and protein powders for your specific needs whether you're looking for glowing skin more energy better sleep or something to support your health and fitness routine care of helps you build and stick with a plan that's right for you guys listen you just go on and take a little online quizzy quiz that will help you dial in your specific needs for vitamin supplements or protein powders. They ask you all kinds of questions to make sure you're getting exactly what you need and you don't have to feel overwhelmed by trying to sort through the vitamin aisle on your own. It's super easy and convenient. They mail you In perfect little daily packs, perfect for your on-the-go lifestyle, if you're super busy, if you're traveling, or just if you don't want to have to think about it every day, the vitamins you need on the daily with your little name on them. They're awesome. It's the care of difference.
0: Personalized packs, which I love. You can change them as your needs change. So obviously now you've heard us talk about this. I'm now my pet needs change recently. I'm on a prenatal. They put some fish oil in there, but I love it at the different phases because I've been using care of now for probably a year. The different phases, it grows with you and you don't have to freak out or worry about what your body needs. They've got your back. So If you guys want to check them out, you can get 25% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering SIP at checkout. That's 25% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering SIP.
1: Mm -hmm. Ash, are you ready to get spooky? Oh my gosh. I don't know.
0: I don't know if I am. Because I saw your Instagram stories last night, and you said you are uh, losing your mind, guys.
1: I was getting spooked. Yeah. Okay, so if you're not following us on Instagram, we're just over at You Can Sip with Us. Oh, and last night I I put Ben down to bed, and I was very excited to record tonight. And I thought, all right, I really want to. We did a whole episode of our two sips over on Patreon, and we I knew we were going to do spooky stories tonight, so I was going through. All of it on both sides. Mm -hmm. So when I got to the part of going through all the spooky stories, I'm sitting by myself in the house. Chris is upstairs, Ben is asleep, and I was sorting through all these stories and voicemails. I mean, I probably spent an hour going through just spooky stories. Oh, my God. And the thing is, you guys, is... Before bed, too. Before bed, it's quiet. It's a cold fall night. And I believe all of them. I believe every single one of you who've written in Mm -hmm. is the thing. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of emails and voicemails from nurses and I never thought about it, but that checks out. That makes a lot of sense (laughs) because you're literally in a building where people, a lot of people are dying every single day. (gasps) Yeah. Right. And sometimes in a dramatic way, sometimes like whatever, but a lot of a lot a lot of nurses have written in Mm -hmm. so we're gonna tear through a few of these i have so many okay i put little stars by the ones i wanted to read this is from stephanie you ready for this are you ready to get spooked ash i don't know i don't know i know okay here we go okay Hey, ladies. First of all, love the pod. You both keep me laughing. I am never one to write in, but I wanted to share a spooky story with you. I'm currently a nurse. Before I was a nurse, I was a nurse tech working in a hospital just outside of Detroit. During this time, I worked the night shift. And I don't know if you've been in an old hospital after 10 PM, but that in and of itself is spooky. Anyways, there were a lot of creepy things that would happen and I could be here all day writing, but I'll spare you and just share the one that has always stuck with me and still creeps me out when I think about it. I have chills. One night, a patient passed away and I was helping take the body down to the morgue, which of course is down in a creepy basement. Like, just this is scary to me. Yeah. yeah. God bless the people who have to do this, right? Oh, my God. It was Uh me and one of my coworkers, and we were headed down the hall with the, I'm putting air quotes on, body cart. She says, I don't know if that's the proper term for it, but this hospital had a special stretcher for taking bodies to the morgue, and that's what we called it. Shrug emoji. Anyways, they headed down some elevators and at the end of the wing that was completely empty, they were going to renovate that part of the wing. As we're walking, I'm looking at my coworker mid-conversation and we both heard somebody whistling directly behind us. A loud, audible whistle that stopped our conversation. The hair on my neck still stands up just thinking about it. We stopped, looked around, but no one else was there. Mind you, we were both freaked out and still had to go down to the morgue. Normally, I would think I was just being paranoid or write it off, but we both heard it and we were the only two people there alive anyway. (laughs) Thanks for always making me laugh, ladies. Can't wait to sit with you next week, Steph. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's intense.
1: Yeah, super intense. I like the ones there's been a lot of people who've written in where there's been like two people who have kind of corroborated is that the right word yeah where it's not just one person but both people heard it like if you and i imagine we're in a hallway carrying a dead body and we both hear somebody whistling behind us in a completely empty hallway like a loud whistle no especially like a dark old hospital hallway like no so creepy okay here we go. Ready for another one? This is from Nora. Yeah. Hey, ladies. I grew up in an old farmhouse, and when I was young, my sisters and I would hear noises upstairs, even when everyone was downstairs or outside. Things from a chair tipping over to one time the mm. toilet flushed by itself. The spooks had a good sense of humor, I guess. haha. We named the ghost Frederica for goofy kid reasons and later found out the person living there before my grandparents had been killed by a train down the road. We're pretty sure it has been her the whole time, and she's still hanging out with my parents. One day, I'll have to talk to a medium and see what she's trying to say to us. Also, my three-year-old daughter once in a while tells me there's people around when I know there's not. I figure as long as she's not scared of them, I won't be either. I've tried to ask her about who she's seeing, but normally she just changes the subject. Anywho, big-time fan. I found you a few months ago and binged (gasps) binged the pod on my commute to work to catch up. Have a fantastic day. Okay, so there were a lot of people who wrote in about, like, kids saying they're seeing...
0: Kids, I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? We should... Is that on our list? We should ask Erica. Like, why do they come... Why do they talk to kids more? Why do kids have that capability? I'm going to
1: add it to my list for her right now. Why? Yeah, because I have heard that. The other thing, the other trend that I'm seeing is people saying that they see people standing over their bed. Like, even that was one of my stories, like standing next to the bed, but yeah. at night. Like, why is that something? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we go to a voicemail? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there's lots of voicemails. Here we go. That one's
0: cute, but I want scary.
1: Yeah. Like, give us...
0: Someone, did anyone call and leave us a poem? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, spooky story. I hope I deliver this well. So, I am a paramedic, and we do stuff
2: all the time. I have still. things that happened frequently. However, our old firehouse was set behind it. I never truly believed it. One night uh, I was laying in bed on, on night work and I like kept feeling like somebody like my blanket kept getting pulled down and I thought somebody was messing with me and I was like, okay, this is not funny. So I opened my eyes and I saw this black figure <laughs> standing over my bed and I like freaked myself out. I thought it was my friend who loved the place tricks on it and i turned my flashlight on my phone and it was gone I Turned my flashlight off and my blanket got ripped off of me <laughs> needless to say i never slept in at that firehouse again i never slept at that firehouse i had to work but i never slept because it was freaky uh hope that that was scary enough. <laughs> thanks guys love you bye
1: oh my gosh could you imagine if a blanket oh. got ripped off of you so that guy's angry he's pissed what the heck he's pissed man yeah that is really scary all right this one's from instagram from leonetto is the instagram handle I have a couple spooky stories since working as a nurse. See, we get all these ones from the hospital. Mm -hmm. The first night when I worked the night shift at a small hospital, it was a very creepy old place and us nurses always had vibes that there were spirits around one night we were all sitting around and chatting at the nurse's station and we all heard loud footsteps coming down the hallway toward us we figured it was our supervisor coming to check on us but there was no one there we all got up and looked down the hallways and all the patients were sleeping we clearly heard someone when we when we saw our supervisor she looked at us like we were nuts another is more recent we has a, we have a designated room on our unit for all actively dying patients Mm -hmm. if the room isn't in use it's locked up well one day I have goosebumps about to read this well one day the call light kept going off for that room night shift and day shift had it happen that one day only and it was completely locked up there had just been a patient pass away a couple days before that I've worked there for over a year and a half and that's the only time that's ever happened Okay. On a bright note, keep doing what you're doing. Ladies love you both. P.S. I'm a soul sipper. Wow. Oh yeah.
0: That. Wow. I mean, it makes sense. Like you said, that that would happen at hospitals, but you don't think like when you decide I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a nurse that you're also going to be surrounded by ghosts. Dude.
1: Could you imagine just sitting around like everybody's chatting you're like you hear the call button go off a lot I'm sure for patients like in the rooms that you're working and then you see the call button go off for a room that's locked up that nobody's in that is the room that patients oh are gosh. sent to die
0: no I can't like,
1: imagine it actually
0: that would make me like not want to do that job scary
1: <laughs> oh my gosh keep writing in you guys like write in call in just keep them short okay one more and then we're gonna go to rant and rave (laughs) this is creepy real life like this is very okay amanda from chicagoland ladies when i was pregnant with my first child i was napping on my couch and suffered from an episode of sleep paralysis i quote unquote woke to a demon on my body silently screaming in my face and i could not move or get her off me i felt her presence and her weight this went on for several minutes In my dream state, I reached for my phone to text my friend to have him call me to wake me out of this dream, but I was just dreaming this and the whole time was still on my couch unable to move. It was the most terrifying thing ever and I thought this demon was taking my unborn child. Sleep paralysis is a condition in which your mind wakes before your body, so you are aware that you're basically hallucinating but can't do anything about it. Once I woke, I was so scared that I couldn't even move from the couch to go scream and cry to my husband who was likely asleep in our bed. Anyway, I texted previously mentioned friend and we went down the Google rabbit hole of researching this and it is fairly common and horrifying phenomenon that I am sure some of your listeners have experienced. I spent weeks thinking I'd miscarry or that something terrible (gasps) would happen to my baby's soul. Ridiculous, I know, but if it ever happens to you, you'd know why I felt that way. Let's be best friends, Amanda from Chicagoland. And then she sent links to like sleep paralysis hallucinations, which I went to last night and amanda yeah right it's like you're watching the horror movie where they go down in the mace in the basement they're like why are you doing that that was me last night but holy shit i'm so sorry that that happened to you i'm so glad you and your baby are okay and i can't believe that that is like a fairly common thing that is terrifying that people go through like that sounds so freaking scary
0: yeah i have sleep paralysis but mine are never scary you do it's just like uh uh-huh yeah did i know that about you I don't know. I thought we talked about this, but maybe not. I don't have it all the time. It's usually when I nap. It's not at night or like when I'm waking up in the morning or anything. It's when I nap during the day. My sleep paralysis is where I want to wait. It's like I'm going through and I can't open my eyes. It's weird because I can see things. It's almost like I'm out of my body or something. I don't know. I can see Mm. and I want to be awake or something and I can't. Like my eyes will not open. That's my sleep paralysis.
1: Oh, my God. You never had it? No, I haven't. Hmm. Dude, look at you. I mean, that's like a a big spectrum of things that I don't know about. And let me tell you guys about a big spectrum (laughs) of things you might not know about, which is that more than 80 sizes of bras offered to you by Third Love. That was a complicated Uh segue. But you guys... I mean, whatever, just stick with me here, okay? Yeah. You're, you're Third Love is the freaking best bras. They are the perfect fit. They offer more sizes than most other brands, and it's super convenient. Skip the trip and the awkward fitting room trying to figure out what size of bra you are. Go to Third Love. You take a little fit finder quiz, answer a few simple questions. They're going to find the perfect fit for you in 60 seconds over 14 million women have taken this quiz to date. Listen, if it doesn't fit perfect after 60 days where you wear it, wash it, and put it to the test, if you don't love it, return it. Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Guys- We love that. I lived in these bras, especially when I was pregnant and my ribs hurt. I got the underwire bra. It was so comfortable. The straps didn't slip. Tagless labels, no itching, super lightweight, super thin memory foam cups that mold to your shape.
0: Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. And so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/sip right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/sip for 15% off
1: today. Perfect. All right. okay. It's time. For rent and rain. Boo Boo and woo and woo. My rant and rave is a single unit thing. So you should sandwich me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You go. Mm -hmm. No, no. You go. Oh, right. Sandwich me. Sandwich. Yeah. Okay. So
0: my rant is spiders. I know that they need to exist on the planet because I know that they like eat other bugs and they're good. But like indoor spiders should be extinct. There should not be such a thing as indoor spiders. And the other day I was walking, we have like a screen door, like a metal screen door that locks. And then we have uh, by our front door and then like our front door, you know, and we, um, don't have the screen door locked because our nanny, there are two different locks. We gave our nanny the key to the indoor one. So we never locked the screen door one. I noticed the other day I walked by and I'm like, there's just cobwebs all over it. And even though we shut the door all the time, I was like, what the heck? Well, maybe it's because we were gone for, you know, someone was living there at one point. Then the other day I saw this huge ass in spider no coming out of that hole he's still alive and now i'm like i can't walk through my door and also i need to burn my house down and he's not even fully in the house he's out in this hole and I, i just think i don't understand i don't understand he's got a whole world to live in why is he picking my front freaking door and i told john we got to kill him we got to put some poison down that thing and i know people are like don't kill whatever spiders no they don't belong in or near my home go eat all the bugs in all the webs in all the bushes very far away from me don't they say that they're like you're always within eight feet of a spider or something oh my god and that you like swallow three spiders in your lifetime or something i don't know i heard that was an urban
1: legend i hope it is no i hope it is because i think that that has been known as fact pretty much for everybody's whole life like everybody feels Mm -hmm. like they eat however many spiders what's john's (laughs) stance on the spider john loves no he does not like cares yeah. for them, like don't kill the spider, they're just a spider. Yes, well
0: now, I, that was our John and I's very first fight. There was this spider <laughs> at the top of the stairs. Um, We had just started dating, like a couple weeks into dating, and I was at the top of his stairs at his place, and I was like, well, I can't go down the stairs. I was like, I cannot go down the stairs, there's a spider right there, and you have to kill it, or you have to like get rid of it. And he was like, I'm not killing it. Spiders were here first, you know, like we built a place on, on his planet. And I'm like, no. And no. it was like, it's the spider or me. And then we, you know, got in, we've gotten in several other fights since then. Cause he just, and now I don't, I think he's like, well, she's not backing down on this and I don't really want to fight this fight every time. So now he takes, he handles it.
1: Does he handle it by like taking them outside? He keeps No, them. he kills them. He, he does he kill them. He them. Yeah. yeah. He kills them. Has he ever been bit by a spider? Not that I know of. But yeah. But
0: neither of. well, actually, I'm sure I have. I didn't know there oh were spider God. bites, but they turn like way bigger. They're they?
1: huge. And yeah. they like are baseball size and they hurt like yeah. mother effers. They're terrible. My rule is if they're on my turf, they got to go. Because I got to send a yeah. message to the spider community that I'm going to win. Here. They're not welcome here. They don't belong. If they're outside, I have a hard I do have a harder time with that because that's like their turf and then I'm invading yeah. their space and it's like some I you know I
2: don't
0: Does Marion listen to this podcast? I don't know. Marion, if you listen to this, do uh, you know what I don't need you doing, Marion, or any other person on the planet? Posting pictures of spiders that you think are beautiful on your Instagram feed.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you see Marion do that? I haven't. She posts these
0: spiders and she thinks they're so beautiful. And also, I see people post when they're like afraid of spiders and they say, here is a picture of this spider in my house that I'm terrified by. Why would anybody Mm. want to... Ah, like actually my stomach hurts. I can't talk about spiders anymore. We have to move on. All right. Marian, I love you. If you do listen to this, I love you. You can do anything. Her
1: heart's so big. Like she loves every everything and everybody, including terrible spiders. Yeah. And that's why we love her. Okay, guys. <laughs> yeah. I was doing a workout recently and it was doing I was doing a jumping workout, a plyometric workout, which I had no business doing because I'm still... <laughs> unbalanced and uncoordinated and building up my strength. But I thought, and as I was doing the workout, I thought, man, I got it. You know, I'm doing, look how much improvement, you know, I'm doing. And I was really pushing and I was tired. It was during the couple nights we were before Merlin suit. So I did this jump and I missed the jump and I jumped onto the side of my foot and I heard a large crack. I, (gasps) I tumbled to the ground and I couldn't move. And I thought, I've done it. I've broken my foot. I could not get up. I like scooted to Ben was in daycare and I scooted to the side of my couch and I put my foot up on the couch and I watched my foot swell up. And my immediate thoughts were, I was pissed because it's beautiful fall weather and dry and like it's 70 degrees during the Mm -hmm. day right now, but like cold at night and the trees are beautiful. My first thought was pissed. Like, there goes my fall walks. I was like throwing myself a pity party. The next thought, and it didn't take too long to get here. And this makes me, when I, I texted my friend Annie about this and she was like, this is so happy, sad that you thought that. But my next thought was the biggest wave of relief. You guys know if you've been, especially if you've been over on Patreon, it's been a year, like, and a beautiful year, a great year, but, like, a Mm -hmm. new baby, a move, a recent death in the family. Like, it's been very intense. Our dog is very sick or, you know, old, not sick, but, like, aging. It's getting close. It's been a lot. And my next thought as my ankle was swelling and bruising was, thank God I can finally take a break. And I know that that Mm. sounds crazy, but, like, it literally was this moment where I could just do nothing and not have to feel the guilt of doing nothing, not feel the putting yeah. the pressure on myself if I have to unpack a box or I have to do this or I have to do that or whatever. Wash bottles, sanitize bottle, like all the things. Yeah. I thought, finally, I can do nothing. And this yeah. is my rave is I spent several days after that doing nothing because I couldn't because I couldn't walk. <laughs>
0: Mhm. That's good. And That's I did good.
1: Go, I did go to the doctor and I my, I did not bring my ankle. I did have a sprain. I'm doing a lot better now. I'm not like hobbling like I can walk. It's very bruised. It sucked, okay? I am not working out. I'm still resting it um cuz it was very very bad. But um I realize like all I realized when I was taking a break, how badly I needed it, how yeah. badly and like how ridiculous it is that we don't give our, ourselves the permission on the daily to be able to do that without feeling bad about it. Right. Right. Like, I think we really glamorize in our culture, like being busy. Like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Like, that's Mm -hmm. like rewarded. Like, it's such a Mm -hmm. good thing. Like, oh, I'm hustling. Like, I'm doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And that's not bad, but it's also really strong to prioritize yourself. It's also really strong and like amazing to be able to do nothing and like just take care of yourself. And that's what I've been doing. And that is my rave. And now I don't want to hurt other bones in my body, but I have to figure out how to channel this and give myself the permission to do this like when my foot is better to recharge and
0: you're you're healthy when it's I mean a choice that you're making instead of a forced situation
1: I literally had my feet up because it had to be elevated (laughs) Mm -hmm. and did nothing like I cuddled Ben I Chris did all the bottles and it all you know what's funny is yes there were things that fell to the wayside but everything was okay and I think sometimes we like the world still spun the world still spun. The most important thing still got done and it was fine. But like, so that's my rant and rave is that I sprained yeah. my ankle. <laughs> you know, what's
0: so crazy is Erica. Remember when I um, told you, I talked to her and she said, you, you need to slow down right now. And she's like, cause if you don't slow down, it's something's going to happen. Like you're going to sprain your ankle or something.
1: She said that.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Because she's like, nothing at- like catastrophic, but like you'll sprain your ankle or something that will force you to slow down.
1: I got goosebumps because when my foot was elevated on the couch and I thought, finally, I can do nothing. I started giggling because I thought, oh my God, God just struck me down. Yeah. I just got a lightning bolt yeah. from like my grandma or somebody yes. telling me to slow down. Yeah. You're burning like, the
0: candle at both ends.
1: I felt like I got this message of like, we hate that it came down to this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But you weren't like, listening to all of our like, other
1: things. And now look what we had to do. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, we made you jump on your own ankle. Uh, yes. That's how bad it. That's how desperate we were. <laughs> so,
1: okay. Hey, spiritual guides, I'm glad you got that. Message received. received. Now let's just chill out on the bone breaking, you know, or spraining. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, you got your downtime. You're recovered. Nothing catastrophic. Thank God you didn't break it. What's your rave? I only have seven percent battery on this computer, so we gotta hustle. Okay, my rave. I'm just gonna be really quick about this because I think it'll come on a future episode. But I got eyelash extensions. I've never had them before. I've been doing, you know, strip lashes because I like them. And I thought, hey. I was probably part of like, like, I just feel like gross every day and there's no joy. And I noticed I felt better when I like put makeup on and when I wore, you know, regular clothes, like dressed dressed normal, not in my jammies and workout clothes all day. So I thought, oh, well, this will make me feel more put together. I wasn't sure I was going to like them because I'm kind of rough on my face and like, I just like to rub my eyes and, you know, I don't like to have to worry. I'm really liking them, actually, turns out. I went for a very natural look and I, I don't know. I just, I love the way they look. So if I stick with them because they might be too much maintenance for me, but I think if I stick with them, then I'll do it in a, what you need to know everything, eyelash extensions, you know, but so far I like waking up having my because i have blonde eyelashes you, know, you can't see so mm-hmm. you can you see i feel a little bit more put together um you can see them here call they're they just really add pretty. a little you know yeah shape to my eye I they don't, know. don't look I like fake them. they don't yeah. look
1: like fit you know but they look yeah. like whoa just yeah. they pop they're beautiful right. yeah yeah.
0: so did it take a long yeah. time for them to put them the on the first thing i think is like two and a half hours or something like that oh. was your first yeah. And then you can make the next appointment, the fills are every two to three weeks, which that's why I'm like, I don't know if it's going to, if it's going to be too much maintenance for me, but those are our appointments, which I feel like, you know, we go get our nails done. You go get a massage, you go get things.
1: How much did it cost? Were they pricey?
0: They were running a special. And so the, I think a normal full set was like maybe one fifty, and I paid Mm -hmm. 85. they were running a special, like just this week because probably they had openings or something which didn't seem that bad and then the fill is like 50 maybe i don't know but when i bring yeah. it on the what you need to know's i'll bring all the information and stuff like that but i am i don't know it's it's been nice you know it's been a it's been a highlight yeah. in this TBC.
1: week tbc i feel like i need
0: more yeah oh yeah tbc tbc yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, right, you guys, guys, make sure you listen to. We popped out a teaser of yes. Patreon. I think that's already out. If not, it's coming. We have a little teaser of Patreon, which is a couple of our answers to our two sips. Yes. We have Erica on next oh my Tuesday. God, I'm so excited. She's sure to bring the spook to you. And we
1: love you so yeah, much. We love you so much. You can sip with us always. Always. We will see, see you next Tuesday. Next
2: Tuesday. Bye. Bye.
1: P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search you can sip with us, become a patron, five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month.
0: I mean, just give up your latte one day.
1: One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kabotes. Do it. We'll see you over there. you every Friday, Love guys. You. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.